Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode five of the Linkage Podcast by Episcopal Retirement Services. Uh, this is for the week of May 18th, and thanks so much for joining us. I'm Brian Reynolds, Vice President of Marketing with Episcopal Retirement Services, and I'm here with Kristen Davenport, Director of Communications for ERS and our executive producer. How are you, Kristen? I'm doing well, Brian. Glad to join you today. This has been an interesting week where you've kind of got to make your own sunshine. That's right. A lot of rain, a lot of, a lot of flooding around here, so I'm be ready for some sunshine soon. Um, yeah. So the Linkage podcast is dedicated to educating our audiences about issues regarding aging, informing people about the mission of ERS, and uh, how that comes to life in our everyday interactions with residents and our clients and, and our staff members and families. Kristen, tell us about the show that we've got coming up today. Brian, this week we've got one resident uh, joining us, and her name is Beverly Green. Beverly lives at uh, Madison Villa in Madisonville down uh, in the Cincinnati area. And of course, we will be checking in today with our president and CEO, Lara Lamb. Lara is going to give us an update on what's been happening around our communities this week. Sounds great. We got another great show uh, this week. So why don't we uh, introduce our first segment with uh, Beverly? Kristen? Okay, so Beverly, she is a resident of Madison Villa. Beverly had a career both as a U.S. postal worker and as a home health care worker. Beverly retired to Madison Villa a few years back, and so she's really seen and witnessed the transition of the community there. Episcopal Retirement Services owns and manages that community now and has been renovating it for a couple of years. Beverly is uh, fortunate to live in one of the brand new apartments there, and she's, she's seen the, the community become safer and just a, a, a better place for her retirement living. Let's meet Beverly. Welcome, Beverly. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Our listeners are um, happy to be here and, and meeting you. Uh, let's get right to our conversation. Beverly, how are you doing today? I'm blessed. How are you? I'm, I feel the same. You know, even though it's rainy outside, I told my husband today, we're going to make our own sunshine. <laughs> I try to do that each and every day. Oh, good. I wanted to tell me a little bit more about what it's like to live at Madison Villa now versus when you first moved there in 2011. Well, it's more peaceful. And I feel so much safer living here than I did before. Well, that is such good news. I think you live in one of the brand new apartments. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so we were able to get um, tax credits and be able to come in and renovate the whole campus. Um, we're in the midst of that, but uh, you've kind of lived through that construction. I'm sure you're glad that the dust is starting to settle now. Oh, yes. But uh, I can see all of the great improvements that they're making around here. I'm just waiting for the finished project, product. But uh, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is the exercise room because so many of us could use that. Oh, that is such a good, I, good thing to hear. I'm so glad that you're looking forward to that. We always do our best in every one of our communities to have a place where residents can not just exercise, but exercise um, together. That's always a more beneficial way to do it when you've got somebody that you can uh, partner up with. So 
right now we're we're looking at ways to make that a place that can be safe too because we've got to do that kind of thing six feet apart um but we're finding ways yes. to do it <laughs> so tell me and i'll uh, be so glad when we can start our activities up again <laughs> uh, those yeah those are great i know they uh Chris Lemon and the team there, boy, they really put all their creative energy into thinking of uh, new and creative ways to to visit you guys and give you things to do and uh, and keep you engaged, even though we're trying to stay six feet apart. Yes. Oh, I I enjoy Christian's bingo over the phone. Oh. And uh, she tries she tries her best to uh, keep things going for us. You know, like uh, I enjoy jigsaw puzzles, so she sees that I get those. When I've done one, she, I call her and she gets me another. Oh, that's something you and I have in common. Jigsaw puzzles are a fantastic way to keep your uh, mind working. Yes. I never get to use my dining room table anymore because <laughs> of the puzzles. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> What is maybe some wisdom that you've got that you could share with uh, our listeners about maybe some things you've lived through and, and how that's helped you kind of have a better perspective about this this time that we're in right now? I've uh, lived through a, lots of little turmoils and things because I grew up when actually when segregation and I thought that was a hurting thing back in the day when I was younger, couldn't sit at counters and all this stuff. See, I've been there for that. And to live through that, I felt like there couldn't be anything worse. Now I'm living through a thing where I'm basically being told that I have to stay in and, and, and you know, I'm usually my own rule maker, but I'm now I have to go by certain rules in order to stay alive. My only problem is I wish a lot of other people would uh, want to uh, adhere to the fact that masks and gloves and things can be very important to your health. I just try to instill in people around me that it's important, you know, to wear your mask when you're in here around us that are older than they are. You know, you've had some life experiences that have taught you these things, being a a home health care worker, I'm sure you had experience with um, making sure you were keeping those that you were serving uh, healthy. That's what we need to do right now, encourage each other to remember what those things are that are going to keep us safer. The distancing, wearing masks, not touching your face, washing your hands. It's, it's going to take all those things. I was just listening to the governor yesterday and uh, Dr. Amy Acton uh, reminding us of those things, trying to keep everybody uplifted and positive that these are things that we can do and will do. And that's how we're going to, you know, get past this. We're going to reopen the economy, but we're going to do it in a safe way. We're going to be safe. Yes. What is your favorite activity that you're looking forward to once we get past all this? I want to play Pokino again <laughs> with my friends. I like I like being close to my friends in the building. You know, we can't get together because we just act so silly. We call it, we call it, actually, we don't call it our activities. We call it Christian Senior Daycare. Because <laughs> you know? we all get together and have so much fun. Oh, that is a, that's a beautiful image. I can imagine you all together having a great, great time. Well, we will all be looking forward to that, and uh, I, I appreciate your your positive attitude and um, your thoughtful way that you're going about this. We really thank you for that, and thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoy talking to you.
That was a really interesting interview, Kristen, with Beverly. Uh, I, I really enjoyed hearing her describe the transformation of Madison Villa and uh, that neighborhood over there. I've certainly driven by and really been uh, wowed by the by the visual transformation of that neighborhood. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, you bet. Beverly was really an interesting interview. She um, is really connected and engaged with uh, her neighbors and the staff there, and she's just looking forward to, you know, getting back to a time when it's safe for everybody to gather um, in the new community room and in the fitness center. So, yeah. And it sounded like she was thrilled with her new apartment, which, you know, we see time and time again as we renovate these communities. So that's, that's yeah. fun to hear. Her apartment's larger and she loves the flooring and it, it's just been a real improvement for her life. Awesome. So next up, uh, we'll check in with our president and CEO, Laura Lamb. It's always good, Brian, to uh, hear what Lara's got to say. Uh, she's definitely got her finger on the pulse. Let's uh, get right to your interview with Lara. So we're back with our uh, weekly uh, update with Lara Lamb. Uh, as always, Lara, it's a pleasure to, to connect with you. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. How about you, Brian? Doing, doing good. It's, it's been a little bit of a dreary week, but, uh, but a productive week, that, that being said. So anything going on new in, in, in the Lamb household right now? Oh, yeah. Jordan just sat for her boards. Um, many of you know she's a third-year medical student, and she took her boards on Monday. And I'm telling you, the, the tension in the house is gone. <laughs> so she's, um, she, we call her Happy Jordan. <laughs> right now she's having a good time just relaxing and she'll be leaving us um, next week to go back to quarantine in Pittsburgh before she starts her um, in-hospital rotation on um, June 10th so we're just savoring the time time with her so enjoying it yeah congratulations uh, as a proud parent and congratulations to Jordan that's 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 fabulous I know I have my first high school um, my first child uh, graduating next week, so we're excited for that ourselves. It is good. It's so much fun to watch our, our children. You know, despite everything that's going on, we're still yeah. able to celebrate their their successes. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, talk about celebrating successes. I, I you know, one of the things that's come up. We've we've been working on a, a list of of all the creative ways that we've. Kind of responded to our our uh, our residents and our staff, um, you know, in in the past week, and I I thought that would be an interesting topic uh, for this week. Is it, it just amazes me how kind of agile and responsive the organization has been um, during that time. And, and can you kind of talk to us about some of the examples that that you've seen and been so proud of over the past what was it nine weeks? Oh, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, actually, I just a little bit of background. Um, we're in the season of preparing for board meetings. And, you know, I, I was working on my board report and uh, I was just overwhelmed. I mean, to see it in a consolidated fashion. So all the vice presidents uh, gave me their reports and I asked them to make sure that they were archiving and documenting the what I call the mission stories and I typically Mm -hmm. highlight a few mission stories for the board and I couldn't pick (laughs) it was (laughs) it was such a nice problem to have I couldn't pick 
uh, you know, just a few that really exemplified all the wonderful, creative, as you said, responsive approaches that we've had. So, you know, when in doubt, um, you know, I turned to, you know, how can we capture this? So um, we created, it, it turned out, Brian, to be a 16-page kind yeah. of document oh with pictures. So wow. I just think, again, what a nice problem to have. And it reminds me of what my mom taught me growing up. She would, she was um, always sad when life gives you lemonades, how many, how many, or when life gives you lemons, um, make lemonade. And I'm sure many of our parents out there kind of instilled that kind of can-do attitude in, in us. And I think that that so exemplifies the ERS spirit. So I say, you know, don't, don't give us lemonade. And so just a few examples, you know, um, we can't have in-person classes for exercise. And we know that our residents um, really uh, love the benefit that they get by having exercise as part of their daily regimen. So our mm -hmm. wellness directors, both at, in our retirement communities, as well as our affordable living community said, you know what? Okay, we've got some lemons here. How can we do this differently um, mm -hmm. and still provide that? So we now have online uh, wellness classes that our residents can participate in. We mm -hmm. also have like the exercise of the day. I was talking to one of our residents and she um, said, well, you interrupted me because I was doing the dirty dozen. And I'm like, what is the dirty dozen? And Chloe, one of our <laughs> wellness directors calls the the 12 exercises that she, she encourages our residents to do daily, the dirty dozen. Oh, that's <laughs> Just great. <laughs> that. I just love that. But obviously it motivated, you know, the residents that she was, you know, upset with me that how dare I call during the dirty dozen. I just love that. I think another example of our responsiveness is the emergency re response fund. Uh, we are fund development team, your team, the marketing team kind of early on understood that people wanted to help and people were just motivated yeah. to yep. help. And, and candidly, we have needs, you know, we have affordable living residents that are unable to, uh, you know, pay their rent because of changes that they're experiencing. We have affordable right. living residents that need um, access to toilet paper. And we had a donor and um, some match grants set up so that every resident in our affordable living communities could have a supply of toilet paper delivered to their home, which is wow. just beautiful. Just, yeah. just absolutely beautiful. We delivered in less than a week based on a generous donation, Brian, 10,000 rolls of toilet paper. I was Unreal. about toilet paper. I'm going to be honest with you. I would wow. wake up in the middle of the night and, and you know, remember the commercial who squeezed the Charmin? I'd be like, where's the toilet paper? Where's the Charmin? Where's the Charmin? Actually, we chose Angel Soft because um, Angel Soft really does say it all, doesn't it? Uh -huh. It does. It does. From, from the angels themselves. Exactly, exactly. I thought that was just so sweet. And then, I, you know, another example, I could go on all day, so you'll have to stop me. Uh, another example is our pop-up pantries. You know, we partnered with Cisco uh, six weeks straight to offer 
refrigerator grocery store items to our affordable living residents and also to our frontline staff at all of our communities because we understand that frankly when a nurse gets off duty the last place we want her to go is to the grocery store so we imagined how how could we you know provide at least some of the grocery items that that our staff needs and it it has been such a blessing and i just want to again um thank cisco cincinnati for for partnering with us on this amazing program we um have given our staff and our residents more than $10,000 of donated grocery items from Cisco. So that was a beautiful thing to be a part of. Yeah. What a great partner. And then I, I guess, lastly, I would just say that our life enrichment staff are probably the most creative people on our staff just by virtue of their job. They're the ones yep. that do the creative events each and every day. And, you know, yep. the pandemic has um, thrown a wrench in, in their toolkit, so to speak, you know, it's yep. not, it's not, you know, they can't have, you know, congregate uh, activities. They really have had to say, what can we do differently? And, not a surprise. Uh, these men and women that serve in life enrichment roles are, like I said, over the top creative. So a couple examples there is, and I love this, quarantine bingo. We are playing a version of quarantine bingo <laughs> in most of our communities, affordable living and the retirement communities. And we've used technology. So in one campus, you get a card each, each week, and then you get a daily call through our resident checkups check-in system with the bingo number isn't that crazy that's great (laughs) I love love that I love it so you get you get something to look forward to in addition to you know the bingo game that you might win um when win a prize I was uh, again talking to a resident the other day and she had just won um a t-shirt uh as her bingo prize for winning um that week's uh game Wow. So yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, yeah. At ECH, the team down there, um, just the cutest pictures that I've ever seen. So imagine mm-hmm. Nerf guns, right? Yep. And imagine yep. um, sitting in a lounge with uh, red solo cups sitting, mm-hmm. you know, 12 feet away. And imagine yep. that we, we play games now um, of practicing. It's like target practice where the residents use their Nerf guns and they see how many red solo cups they can pick off the overside, overside bedside table, you know, 12 feet away from them. It is hilarious. It is hilarious. It's just, and again, it just, you know, demonstrates to me the responsiveness that our staff have, the resiliency to say, you know, we can't do what we used to do, but we still need to serve and meet the needs of our elders. So how can we use our creativity, our technology, our God-given talents to pivot and do something different in this time? And I just want to thank each and every one of the staff members that are not just wallowing in the basket of lemons that we've been given. And instead, you know, 
taking those lemons and making something special. You know, it's a joke in our organization, this phrase now, because I, I use it so much that I had one manager say, well, my lemonade is diluted today, but it's still <laughs> lemonade. And then I had yeah. another, another leader say to me, Laura, is it okay to add vodka to the lemonade today? And yes, of course, you know, our <laughs> residents might enjoy that too, but it's just, it's just wonderful what our team has been able to create. Yeah. I, I, Really, you've done a great job collecting those stories and uh, to see those pictures and the descriptions come in has been so much fun. And, and so it, it just helps, you know, affirm all the great things that our staff does with our residents. So that, that's fun. Brian, I'm wondering if, you know, uh, you know, we have this document. I'm wondering if our audience might like to see it. Maybe we could post it on our website at some point so that folks can take a look themselves. It's it's really a beautiful piece that kind of demonstrates all the wonderful work that's going on. That's a great idea. I, and I know the perfect place. We'll put it on our uh, coronavirus updates page. So that's a great idea. Be a great place. So. Good idea. So Laura, earlier you were talking about our generous donors, but we've, we've had some existing people that have really chipped in to help out around the organization. Can you tell us a little bit more about how these, these partners, these, these volunteers have really stepped up to help our, help our organization in so many vital ways? Um, sure can, sure can. So uh, the two that you mentioned are the ones that immediately come to my mind. Let's start with Parish Health Ministry. Again, Parish Health Ministry, um, overnight, their ability to serve the parishes changed, right? And so the call to the parishes was based on, on a need. And this is, this is actually a, quite a beautiful story because typically in Parish Health Ministry, we're providing support to the parishes. Mm -hmm. But now during the pandemic, we reached out to those same parishes and said, we need your help. And boy, did they respond. Parish Health Ministry put out the call to the parish partners and asked specifically for the congregations across our diocese to help us with a, a, a great need with personal protective equipment, PPE. And yep. specifically, the call was to make homemade masks for our residents and staff that aren't working super close to our residents, more the, the folks that are, you know, within a six foot radius, not, you know, a direct care worker, because obviously those folks need surgical masks. And they answered the call. You know, collectively, we have more than a thousand masks that have been made. Wow. Um, by our parish partners. And I just want to um, shout out to our very close partners, the Church of the Redeemer in High Park. Their campaign was just amazing. It was organized. It had a goal. It had a campaign, mm -hmm. a social media campaign to kind yep. of get the word out. And yep. I just thought, wow, what, what a neat example that the program that typically brings services to the parishes in a very loving response was now providing needed resources to the residents and staff of our community. So thank you, thank you, thank you. The other example is our Meals on Wheels program. Um, we have two programs within our organization and Meals on Wheels is one of them that actually has been on a growth trajectory in the pandemic. Uh, there's a lot of need for people, homebound seniors in our community that need 
a nutritious meal. And so when other things are declining, Meals on Wheels has been increasing over this last eight weeks. And unfortunately, if you think about it or know anything about the Meals on Wheels program, we have a large portion of our volunteers that mm -hmm. are seniors. Right. And candidly, I think the seniors made the exact right decision. You know, yeah. we, in good conscience, we can't ask a senior during a stay-at-home order to leave their home and deliver a meal. So they made the right decision and they needed to suspend their volunteering for our program. Well, again, the community answered our call. We have seen an uptick and a rise in people that maybe are now at home with different schedules that have said, where do you need our help? And we've directed them to our Meals on Wheels program. And it's just beautiful because all of our routes, every single one of them have been filled mm -hmm. and they've been filled by the generosity of our, our local community rising to the occasion and volunteering for our route. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's it's certainly been um, heartwarming to get all the support and the, to point the social media campaigns and, and people reaching out to, to help the organization. So, well, Laura, thank you so much uh, again for joining us this week. As always, a pleasure to get an update from you and uh, have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend and talk to you next week. You do the same, Brian. Thank you. Brian, thanks for checking in with Laura this week. It was really good to hear her again, give us that update, hear about volunteers, what they're doing from Parish Health Ministry to Meals on Wheels. It was inspiring to hear all that work that's happening. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun to hear from her. She's always got great stories uh, from throughout the organization. I particularly enjoyed, you know, really talking about how our, our team has been very agile uh, in a time where we need to be creative and supporting our residents to have engagement and to take care of uh, their needs um, during this COVID-19 period. So that was fun. All right. Well, thanks for a good show. That's it for the show today. Thank you so much for joining uh, this latest episode of the Linkage Podcast by Episcopal Retirement Services. For more information, you can visit our website at episcopalretirement.com. We have lots of great content, including our Linkage online blog, resources to learn more about aging and the services we offer, and so much more. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube to see what's going on within our ERS communities as well. If you have any questions or feedback from us, and we love getting feedback, you can email us at info at erslife.org. The Linkage Podcast is produced by Kristen Davenport and Brian Reynolds. Fiasha Davis is our associate producer. Uh, our technical director is Michelle Hain, who has done such a great job week in, week out, putting this show together. I'd like to thank our guests today, including Beverly Green and, of course, Laura Lamb particularly for always being available for us for the show. So on behalf of myself, Brian Reynolds, and Kristen Davenport, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to our uh, episode next week. Thanks so much, Kristen. Hey, enjoy your weekend, Brian. Thanks. You too. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day.